Hello, people of Earth and Spotify and Anchor podcast listeners. Welcome to this week's news and flashback fun. Happy birthday today to actor Channing Tatum, whose second kid's book, The One and Only Sparkella Makes a Plan, comes out next Tuesday, May 3rd, 2022. Actor Jed Lee, Carol Burnett, the late singer-actor Bobby Rydell, who passed away earlier this year. Actor Jet Lee, wrestler Kane, and actress Jordana Brewster. It was just three years ago today that the mega smash record-breaking Avengers Endgame, which broke countless box office records, including being the world's highest-grossing film of all time, which it took from Avatar, from July 2019 until March 2021, when Avatar took back the title, debuted. Other April 26 debuts including includes the 2017 show The Handmaid's Tale, 1995's Friday, the 1989 Dragon Ball Z anime, and 2013's Pain and Gain. Now, I kind of forgot some people's birthdays on last week's show. Aaron McAvoy DiMello's birthday, along with Dan McLeod's birthday, were on April 23rd. Megan Engelman, who celebrated her and Samuel Engelman's ninth wedding anniversary, April 19th, had her birthday Sunday, April 24th. She shared her birthday. Shares her birthday with Kelly Clarkson, Barbara Streisand, who's 80, Shirley MacLaine, who turned 89, Jimon Hansu, and actor Jack Quaid. Mary Claire Rivera's daughter Lizzie turned 11 yesterday. Her birthday pals included Renee Zellweger, the great jazz singer Ella Fitzgerald, Al Pacino, and Simpsons voice actor Hank Azaria. Oops, my bad. Sorry for forgetting about you. Time for some news. Does this really surprise anyone? Slashfilm.com declared today, in a surprise to absolutely no one, Warner Brothers is going full steam ahead with a follow-up to Matt Reeves' brilliantly brooding version of the Batman. In the week leading up to the release of the Batman, Reeves had already confirmed during red carpet interviews that he and Warner Brothers were in talks about a second movie in addition to the anticipated spinoff series for HBO Max centered on Colin Farrell's portrayal of the Penguin and Jeffrey Wright's James Gordon. That's right, folks. Robert Pattinson will be back in the bat suit for a Batman sequel. Huge news, Wicked fans. Deadline.com reported today, here's something that hasn't been done with a musical before. Universal will release its feature take on the smash Broadway musical Wicked in two parts on December 25th, 2024 and December 25th, 2025. It's a bold swing for a musical, which as of late have been risky on screen. However, this is one based on a legacy proud pleaser. John M. Chu is directing the untold story of the Witches of Oz, starring Ariana Grande and Cynthia Erivo. The pick is based on the best-selling novel by Gregory Maguire and adapted for the screen by stage productions book writer Winnie Holtzman and Oscar-winning composer and lyricist Stephen Schwartz. Sony Pictures ain't afraid of no ghost or alien symbiote. Monday morning, it was announced Venom 3, most likely starring 
Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock in The Voice of Venom and a sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife unofficially Ghostbusters 5 are officially in the works in the studio. Other than that, nothing is known about the projects. Now, forgive me for my bad Italian speak for this next tiny little bit. Sorry, Mario fans, if you were recounting on seeing Mario and Luigi make the long animated big screen debut this December holiday season. I'm sorry to say that won't be a happening. The HollywoodReporter.com reported last night Illumination and Universal made the computer animated film take a warp tour or detour. Instead of avowing December 21st against the Whitney Houston biopic I Want to Dance with Somebody, the film, the second Mario theatrical film after ugh, the awful 1993 live action Super Mario's mega flop, which nobody talks about, no, 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 it will now open. April 7th, 2023. The voice cast includes Chris Pratt as a Mario, Charlie Day as Luigi, Anna Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach, Jack Black as a Bowser, Seth Rogen playing Donkey Kong, Keegan-Michael Key playing Toad, Kevin Michael Richardson playing Kamek, Fred Armisen play, voicing a Cranky Kong, and many others. But the studios aren't leaving that spot open. They've moved Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, from September 23rd this year to that date, which could prove useful for the Shrek, the Shrek spinoff sequel. Remember, last year they released Sing 2 in December, which brought his family back to the multiplexes. But Shazam! Fury of the Gods and a little film called Avatar 2 opened the week beforehand. So Puss and his friends may end up as scratching posts, or they may be able to withstand the onslaught. We won't know till December. Speaking of familiar heroes, ScreenRant.com proclaimed yesterday, Sony Pictures has been upping their Spider-Man game over the last few years. Following a collaboration with Marvel Studios, Sony, Sony completed their latest Spider-Man live-action trilogy with Tom Holland as the MCU's web-slinger in December 2021. However, the animation front hasn't been holding back either, following the massive success of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. With the colossal idea that is the Spider-Verse, Sony took advantage of the popular Marvel concept at the same time introducing Miles Morales in his own franchise. While serving up... Serving as his cinematic debut, the first film followed Miles, discovering the existence of other Spider-Men heroes across the many realities that exist in the multiverse. Not only did Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse become a commercial and critical success, it earned an Oscar for Best Animated Film. Almost four years since the first film, Sony has the anticipated two-parter Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse coming in 2023. But despite Across the Spider-Verse not having come out yet, Sony is moving ahead with future plans for the Spider-Verse franchise. During this year's CinemaCon, the studio officially announced the title for the Spider-Verse 3, which will be called Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse. 
This comes shortly after the big twist that Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse had been delayed from October 7, 2022 to June 2, 2023. Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse will be hitting theaters on March 29, 2024. Ooh! Collider.com declared four days ago the follow-up from Will Smith's slap of Chris Rock at the Academy Awards continues to be felt with a new report from Bloomberg revealing more projects featuring the actor have been delayed that have been delayed and canceled. According to the outlet, a new nature series from National Geographic hosted by Smith has been delayed until later this year. But the article's author Lucas Shaw took to Twitter to also add that Netflix has also abandoned plans to make a sequel to Bright. In his tweet, he clarified that the cancellation of a Vraichu was unrelated to the incident, something that has also been said about other Smith projects in recent days. Bright is just the latest filming starring Smith that has been nixed at Netflix, with the movie Fast and Loose also having been shelved by the streamer. Ouch. In better news, Nicolas Cage might want to start stocking up on baby dresses. Today.com announced April 22nd he reported on the Kelly Clarkson show his wife Rico Shibiata is having a girl. The site said, I'm going to have a little girl, Cage said on the show, cracking a big smile. Clarkson immediately reacted, saying, I knew you were having a baby. I didn't know that it was a girl. The National Treasure star then talked about what he and Shibiata plan on naming their daughter, Lennon Augie. Cage explained that when he was a child, he fell in love with Across the Universe by the Beatles, which is now his favorite song, so he thought the name Lennon would be fitting for his daughter. I'll call her Lenny for short, Cage said. As for Augie, Cage said that the name honors his father, August Coppola, who died in 2009. She will join her big brother, 16-year-old L and 31-year-old Weston. And one last piece of news before I get to flashback fun. Vroom, vroom. Deadline.com stated April 25th, J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot will produce a live-action Hot Wheels film in the works at Mattel Films and Warner Brothers Pictures, the companies announced today. Hot Wheels is Mattel's 54-year-old brand of toy cars, which is billed as the world's leading vehicle franchise representing and uniting all segments of car culture. The upcoming feature, based on the beloved IP, is described as a high-throttle action air, which will showcase some of the world's hottest and sleekest cars, monster trucks, and motorcycles. This makes one wonder. With this film, Greta Gerwig's Barbie feature, which announced its release date to be July 21st, 2023, in the first look image, released today and a future animated play movie by Emily Gordon. Yes, we are getting a a play a Play-Doh movie from Emily Gordon in the future. What? Toy will get the movie treatment next. Flashback fun time. As the as the Snow White live action remake with Gal Gadot as the Evil Queen and Rachel Zegler is the title princess. Wrapped filming a few days ago. 
it's a time to take a look back at the full-length animated original feature film. The very first one. The very first animated film and the very first Disney animated film that began Walt Disney Productions' long-lasting legacy. Requested by Cassie Laughlin of Hyannis, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, starring the voices of Adriana Casalotti, Lucille Laverne, Roy Atwell, and Harry Stockwell, brought the Brothers Grimm's famous fairy tale to life. Well, animated life at least. February 4th, 1938. Being so cherished, it doesn't even need a recap. The film has eaten uh, 418 million poisoned apples over the years, which include inflation. Its popularity made it be re-released multiple times until its 1990s home video release. At the 11th Academy Awards, Disney was awarded an honorary Oscar, and the film was up for Best Original Sco- Best Musical Score. Disney's take on the fame fairy tale has had a significant cultural impact, resulting in popular theme park attractions, a video game, books. One example, Winter and Queen Lavana from Marissa Meyer's Lunar Chronicles are based on Snow White and the Evil Queen, and much, much, much more. Snow White and her friends, and of course the Evil Queen, were major main characters in ABC's 2011 to 2018 show Once Upon a Time. At just 14 years old, Snow White happens to be the youngest Disney princess. Technically, she's also the oldest, seeing as she's the very first one, uh, chronologically, not age-wise. And there happen to be just 11 human characters in the entire film. Snow White, the Queen, the Prince, the Dwarfs, and the Huntsman. Of all of them, the prince is the only one who's never actually named. Today's other flashback fun topic is fame for re-sparking interest in entertainment on ancient Greece and Roman culture. Ridley Scott's historical epic drama Gladiator, starring Russell Crowe, Oliver Reed in his final film role, Joaquin Phoenix, Jimon Hansu, Richard Harris, Derek Jacoby, and Connie Nielsen. The successful May 5th, 2000 release, which won 187.7 million Gladiator fights stateside and 400 million Gladiator fights worldwide, centers on Roman general Maximus Decimus Meridus, who's loved by the Romans and Emperor Marcus Aurelius. But he's betrayed when Aurelius's ambitious son Commodus kills Maximus' family, along with his father, who named Maximus as his heir, not him, frames him for their death and takes the throne. Trapped in slavery, Maximus rises through the ranks as as an arena gladiator to avenge his family and the emperor's murders. The, fi- the film won countless awards, including five of the 73rd Academy Awards. Best Picture, Best Actor for Crow, Best Visual Effects, Best Costume Design, and Best Sound. According to its Wikipedia page, in 2021, Scott officially announced 
that writing had begun on a sequel to the film, which would formally enter development after the completion of his Napoleon biopic. Did you know that Russell Crowe's face wounds after the opening battle scene are real? They were caused when his horse ended up being spooked and backed him into tree branches. The stitches in his cheek can be clearly seen when he is telling Commodus he plans to return home. And Joaquin Phoenix was always Ridley Scott's first choice to play Commodus. That's all for this week's mini-episode. So until we meet again, my minions, wash your hands and watch lots of movies and DVDs. Bye!